Blog Talk Radio. 1841, New Orleans. Because 
I, okay, you and I don't know each other, but essentially mm-hmm. we've expressed the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I had, mm-hmm. I had an issue the same way with light yeah. skin brothers. I actually had, and you know, I could say, I could say that you know my my opinion or my my belief about it has been shaped because I see you know I see the behaviors of uh other people regarding you know how they treat light lighter skinned people and how they treat dark darker skinned people I also had I'm sorry I also had um I was I was raised very aware. My mother, she you know she loved dark skinned men. Just that just was mm-hmm. her thing. Now my dad wasn't my dad wasn't really a dark skinned guy. He was brown skinned dude. You know average, you know middle mid complected I would say. Um, mm-hmm. But she was always mindful to draw out the beauty, you know the the aesthetic beauty in darker skinned people to me. So I my preference is definitely because I had somebody there who was influencing all the time how mm-hmm. I felt about, you know, darker skinned folks. And I think it also had a lot to do with how I felt about myself mm-hmm. um, in the process. Like I picked up, I didn't necessarily pick up that she didn't like herself or she didn't like light-skinned people but by the same token because you place so much emphasis on darker skinned people I you know I kind of internalize that to be that's something that is that is more um more rooted more deeply rooted in in this blackness you know this thing that we call blackness, mm-hmm. and the thing that I I love so much. Um, then there's a there's another side of it that you know I listen to when I've heard light skinned people um, say really funky stuff about darker skinned people. You know what I'm saying? Our folks, and it's like, you know, what the hell? Now again, you insulting something I love so much. So I don't. So I don't. I, I I begin to not like you, you know, which is really crazy because I look like you. I look like. But, but you haven't heard but that. In I the don't relate. You haven't heard. You haven't heard. You haven't heard. Uh, black complected people get dogged out. You said what? You haven't heard that in the reverse. You've never heard black complected brothers and sisters get dogged out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you Absolutely. know what's, what's exactly. Here's the jacked up part about it, and here's why I blame that way. I know all of you out there saying, "Oh, yeah, stop blaming the white man for everything." I blame that damn white man for everything. Even this, we can't even <laughs> be attracted to one another without having to fuck freaking psychoanalyze the shit. Man, so, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Gonna tell you so- to, that is that's yeah. what's so jacked up. We can't just see a person and be like, "Hey, you know what?" I'm attracted to that person. We have to think about why we're attracted to that person. Break it all the way to hell down. Right. And here's the dangerous part of it. 
then we want to make sure that we're attracted to that person because we're attracted to that person. Like I was listening to you and even, you know, some of my hang-ups. We want to make sure that we're not being over, over empathetic or, um, you know, treating them like handicapped children because we're like, oh, you know, I hear how they talk about play. I'm going to show them that they're worthy of being loved. I'm going to love on them. Right. I'm going to show right. them the beauty of their self. Yo, that's jacked up. Because nothing's wrong with it. It really is. You know, if it we go really then is. we're going in with like the supreme, the you know the supremacist attitude. Like, okay, I'm gonna show you how you beautiful black person, and they're beautiful because they are. You know, and the, and the reverse with them to like complected people. If I was in a, um, oh, and this has happened to me. You know, I have been the cool light complected dude. Actually, since somebody said that, you know, when I was younger, nah, he's cool. He's cool, light skinned dude. You know. It was nigga then, though. He's cool, like, skinned. It's like, really? <laughs> and I didn't think about it then, because that was just the environment that we were in. But as I got older and became more aware of things, and began to think about it, I think about statements like that often. And I'm like, damn. Right. You know, how crazy is that? So, and I've heard this. I've heard the very same thing. You know, I mean, you don't yeah. act like most light-skinned girls. Like, yeah, oh, you see? I... <laughs> Right, and that's that's crazy because it's not, you're not looking at, you could get the same behavior from the same complected person and not take it the same way, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) you know, but if you get it from a dark, if you're light and you get it from a dark person, then it's, you know, them black ass people or whatever, uh, or if you see someone that behaves, just civilize, like a new average, you know, you're not like, you're, 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 from dark black people. Uh, oh, you're beautiful. You, you. Uh, here's the one that kills me. Please, black people, be aware of this. Ooh, you so beautiful for a little black child. For a little black child. Oh my God, you're beautiful little black thing. What? You're not just beautiful. You're a beautiful little black. You've already created right. a a separation that there is something different. Coddling, this constantly trying to reiterate, this creates this sense of even though we're using these positive words deep down subconsciously, in, in my opinion, of course, a, and an awareness that there must be some type of an inferiority about me. Why all the extra attention? Why all the you know, just beautiful, but I'm a beautiful little black thing? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, yo, right. that is not, and see, I can say the reverse because. Anybody that knows me knows my brother, knows my father, knows Isaac. I came up with dark, collected men. So mm-hmm. it wasn't really, I mean, we, we've had, my brother and I have had this discussion. My father and I never. My brother and he's like, you don't understand. People watch me in the store. And, you know, man, you don't know how it is to be dark, complected. I said, yeah, absolutely right. And you don't know how it is to be light, complected. You don't know how it is to always have to fight because somebody think you think you pretty or somebody thinks you're better than them because you stand in a place. And the hue of your skin, which you had nothing to do with. And usually, right. more times than not, you're the blackest cat in the room. But then, mm-hmm. why are you the blackest person in the room? Are you compensating for your life? I look at Malcolm X. I look at Angela Davis. I look at uh, uh, Jamil Abdullah Alameen, formerly known as Israel. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this is what they're doing, but is it a compensation is it a do 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 light complected people go extra hard to uh, bring out externally what is in them internally to try to show the world yo I'm black 
Don't judge me on my skin complexion. Don't judge me on my, yeah, the world may say I'm privileged. Yeah, the world may treat me different, but I'm black. We're black. You know, is that an issue in that? Yo, this is, boy, you came up with a good Give me some feedback. Checking yourself constantly to figure out why you're here. Mm -hmm. Why you're here. Mm -hmm. What is it that, you know, that's brought you to this place? And, you know, I I tend to believe because I'm like you. I've 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 had those observances where I'm like, man, look at look okay? at everybody. <laughs> you know, dang, the ones who yeah. are and and maybe you know maybe there's an internal I don't know you know but maybe there's an internal understanding that you know the world don't expect this from people who look like me because you know they expect. They expect me to be comfortable with yeah. that position that they, you know, mm-hmm. this, this reward, this reward of being uh, aesthetically pleasing or close, you know, close to whiteness. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I call or, it or, less threatening. That's what I call it. Yeah, that, look, because I, yeah. I don't even, I don't even feel comfortable <laughs> saying that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah it, it's one you know, of those things that they think we're beautiful. We did, they're just not as intimidated by us. They, that's really a chunk to me because I right. want you to be very intimidated. Right. And I'm trying to yep. tell you that I, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, uh, and he was like, he he thought that that scene and the help was so unnecessary where she she shit it in the pie. Oh, and yeah. I said, huh, my whole thing was they better not look. It better not ever get back to that point. I'm trying to tell you, they better okay. not don't don't get comfortable having me in your house. Okay, <laughs> so, so but the again, it's necessary. Now. Okay, it's yeah, necessary it for people to understand that they do. I I I feel like this, so I feel like I may be, you know, I may be encompassing some of what those other people felt as well. You know, I may be the only one who can get so close to, you know, to certain, you know, certain uh, avenues in society. And I have to be the one who carries out that, you know, that black agenda. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that thing mm-hmm. that's going to help us get through as an entire people as opposed to, you know, waiting on somebody that's, that's not tied to it. Or doesn't mm-hmm. you know? Or doesn't it doesn't resonate with them as deeply? Or they're afraid to do it because they're not, you know, they're not accepted and they they're already under suspicion because they're dark skinned or you know, like there's a there's a lot that comes with it. I just I and I'm always aware of all of the stuff. Like like you said before, aware of why I even ask certain questions. You right. know, like why do I why do I have to even go through all of this? It's sad. Right. It's sad it? that in the past, you know, I see a I see a brother that I like, brown mm-hmm. skin brother, beautiful, mm-hmm. and I like him just like somebody else like him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We both mm-hmm. interested in him, but because I feel a certain way about myself, and I feel a certain way about blackness itself. And because mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't necessarily like I said, it's it's uh, it's a it's a weird kind of 
thing for me because I I still I still have a certain type of emotion about it attached to it. Um, but I would you know I would step away from the situation. You know what? Let ah, that yeah, let I that mean. let that grow. Let that bloom. I'm you know because again I'm Why? okay. I and I know. Why? How society looks at me. Well, you know, but I'm going to be honest. In my opinion, I think that you're helping to feed more into that. You know what I'm saying? And you're you're, uh, you're right. Yeah. Right. We're black. Look, man, the best person, because if he's interested in you, that's almost black shaming him, too. You know, that would be, oh, you just like her because she's light-skinned. Yeah. And? You know, and okay, okay, right. you know, sue me. That is his preference. We have to hear right. the, the, the jacked up part about being New African. You know, I mean? you know, we always talk about giving the white man back his stuff, and I would love to. The problem with that is that he has been so influential in our development as New Africans every here in everything, even cultural perceptions, that mm-hmm. now. We, you know, I don't, now it's almost a question of, damn, do we black shame someone? If someone has a preference we do. of Absolutely. a black woman, right, right, and and is that right? If he has a preference of a black woman, but she's white inflected, and she had no choice in how the creative, you're a creationist, how she evolved, if you're an evolutionist, whatever, she had no say in that. And here, we will um, deny love and opportunity. You know what I'm saying? We deny just acceptance and tolerance of us, of all different hues, the chance to begin to really take place because we're still um, trying to separate so badly from this white man that we're we're separating from our senses. Exactly. You know, exactly. you can't force yourself to be attracted to what you're not attracted to. Attracted to. However Absolutely. you got and, and that's why I say, you know, it, it took, like I said, I still have, I have emotion tied to the whole, the fact that I have felt this way in the past. Now, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, this is not where I'm at now. Definitely oh, not where yeah. I'm at now. But... The fact that I have I have dealt like that speaks to you know speaks to the level of damage that had been done at some point you know what I'm saying and and I'm aware I'm very aware of it I remember mm-hmm. watching the um watching the the, the documentary uh, Dark Girls I remember crying through that like hmm. damn what made you cry damn. huh what made you cry? What what was it about it that because, made you cry? Because again, I I recognize I recognize the damage in me and I recognize the damage in and it's not just it wasn't just on the surface, you know, a surface damage that I was I was acknowledging with the tears. It was like I mm-hmm. you know, man, the fact that we are here, the fact that we yeah. are dealing with this like in this in this kind of manner. It's too much. It's mm-hmm. way too mm-hmm. much. And it hurts it so bad that we, you know, it, it hurt really bad to hear black women say, you know, I, you know, I just don't want my daughter. And they're beautiful black women who are about to have 
who are about to have children pregnant. You know what I'm saying? I just mm-hmm. don't want my little girl to be dark like me. You know, like what? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, no. Yeah, yeah. Because what yeah. they gonna grow up with? Well, you're going to have the nasty, you know, but to me, that's the thing of integration. That's the problem of integration. You know, that's what you deal with when you try to be aesthetically pleasing to other people. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be dark like me because you know what that holds for them in the world you're trying to integrate them into. Yeah. You know, they never interview the people like us. Like when I finally came to the con- to that point, which has been recent, man, maybe probably in the last five, six years where I begin uh-huh. to, because I was very prejudiced. I, uh-huh. you know, I, I had a preference. I didn't, you know, like complexion, so it was just that, a piece. You know, right. I wasn't even, so I was, but until I came to that, that I realized I was like, um, do I like dark complected women because I like them or because I'm trying to stick it to the man or show <laughs> that I don't, you know, this white blood, you know, do I, you know, is it the person I, because I was taking some stuff from some sisters, you know, right. black is beautiful, all natural and all that, that just was doing too much with their black shells. Huh. Yeah, I said it, sisters. Now, get mad. <laughs> we can talk about us. I don't care nothing about that with my brown self. But, right, right. You know, right. And I, and I realized I was taking too much. And then I began to look at and ask, like you said, we do, going through this trauma and those of us that are trying to escape it. When I began to examine it, I said, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of that is that. So now I'm going to meet people on people value to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to prejudge to the best right. of my ability. You know, and, and I found that I have had better relationships with people. Not just intimate right. relationships, business relationships, right. personal relationships. Man, because I didn't know how deep that skin judgment went for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know how, because I was like you. I was so reversed. The black or the cooler. You know what they say? If you black, get back. I was like, if you black, get right. Get tight. Right. If you white, get out of sight. You know, right. I was that type. And then I found out. You know, that prejudgment thing is my, my dark with my homies because I was Mr. Thug. Some of these dark, spooky brothers were scary. They were, man, somebody say, boom, they were down the street. But they fit the stereotype and the image that society had painted of what a thug should be. And they were little uh-huh. girls. You know, and then uh-huh. you had me come along, this little brown brother, light complected, whatever you want to call him, was a terror. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just... This whole thing, like, what did they do to OJ? Did you remember that? The uh, Time magazine? How what, they what they OJ up? OJ Simpson. Mm-mm, I don't magazine. know what you, I don't know what you. Oh, Time magazine, when they ran OJ Simpson on the cover, they made him, they darkened the cover. Oh, really? Yes. I don't, I don't remember that. Man, they darkened. They made him so dark on that cover. Next time, check. You can check it out. I think you can Google. It's just a matter of there were a lot of people. You know, red pill, uh, blue pill, red pill. A lot of these people. Griff. Everybody did some on that, showing basically what we're talking about. I look at the the pictures of Dr. King now. Man, they got Dr. King like the light skin brother. Uh-huh. You know, you look at these pictures of Dr. King. Then you look at pictures of Malcolm X. They got Malcolm X uh, turning dark about a minute. 
Mm. So it is. It's it's all yeah. It's all a play on the perception on what they're gonna call. You know, one of the worst. One of the worst things you can do to somebody when you learn their secret, when you get to know them, and you know something intimate about them, and then you hold it over them and ask for ask for money. But what do they call it? Blackmail. Yeah, extortion. Or blackmail. Exactly what I am. A black male. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that black thing is a real issue. And it's had yeah. resounding effects in our community. Yeah. And the more it's said, the more it's internalized. Exactly. It's the more well, it's internalized. We like say? we don't even realize it. It's like subliminal programming over and over oh, and over. And, it, and it'll come in in the form of like I said, that little cheer, U G L Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. You know, yep. that type of you know oh, man. that type well, of context yes. that yes. don't necessarily seem it don't seem harmful for real, for real. But the fact that, you know, this is something that children do. Children are worried into your soul. You know how kids repeat stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if they're saying it, it's 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 being, you know, it's being heard. It's being felt. Yeah. It's being felt. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's really about pushing just that whole black, like what you were talking about, a whole black agenda, accepting mm-hmm. what is the black agenda, accepting what the new African is, accepting that we are new Africans, that we come in all shapes, sizes, and hues, hues. There is definitely... You know, here's the beauty. That's what I was saying earlier in the last part. That is one of the, we talk, you want to talk about black beauty? What I love about us is the variety. It, you know, you can yeah. go to anywhere in the world and you can look at yeah. somebody. I can tell you a Haitian, I can look at a Haitian and be like, he's from Haiti. I can look at Africa. I'm, I'm pretty good with my continent, too. I'm pretty good. I, I stun <laughs> Africans. I can go in there and be like, Ethiopia, are you rich here? How did you know? I go in there, Nigeria, yes, brother, how? because you guys look alike to me. You have a certain right. type, a certain structure. But the, that 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 new African, man, he's from everywhere on the planet. You look at a black man, a black man and a black woman look like we from somewhere everywhere. It is just, mm-hmm. that is just such the beauty of us. And, and we should embrace that. We should embrace that. But as long as it has to move past, in my opinion, a cultural revolution, because we can embrace that culturally, but what reinforces it? That's the question. The white man has reinforced it through a reward penalty system. We know historically that the, his children, a lot of times, that the light-complected Negro. Was was allowed, uh, and I'm not going to say an easier job. Slavery is slavery. I mean, let's get out of that. But they were given jobs that um, maybe they were easy. I don't know. I wasn't a slave, but they were they were afforded certain privileges and opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the further away from Africa that you looked, I call it the less threatening. Uh-huh. That you looked, you know. I think the more rewards and privileges. I uh, was um, studying the issue of Rwanda 
the Hutu, the what, the Tutsis and Hutus. You remember that civil war on the continent in the country of Rwanda? So one of the things when the French had colonized them, I forget which tribe, one tribe had feral features, and, and, and the French found them less threatening than the other tribe, and they promoted them. They made them the socials, social engineers, the teachers, the uh, uh, policemen, you name it, those parts of segments of society, where the other ones, I think it was the Hutus, um, did the menial, menial labor, did the other mm-hmm. And when them French pulled out, they rose up and, and it was genocide. And all of these are Rwandans. But I say this is the influence of colonialism. This is the influence of white people. And when white people not only can tell you your culture was beautiful in your culture, but can reinforce that, then that's when we start to fall in trouble. And they've done it with us, you know, through television, through magazines, these models, these just, you name it, they reinforce the standard of and the beauty that will be rewarded. If you look like this, this could be your life. You could right, be on a yacht right. with a Newport in your mouth with a rapper. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, and, and what do they show the our more beautiful, dark-complected sisters? When I was coming up, they always had the road you didn't. They was... What's happening? Roger's mama. Roger, you know you don't be doing that. There was Florida Evans. Damn, damn, damn. You know, they were never the you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we had they 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 had well I think they had a a, a kind of I don't I and I don't mean this in a in a terrible way, but it is a it is in a bad way. They had a a mammy kind of look to them. Yes. Now I actually yes. thought I thought Mabel King was beautiful. You hear me? When I say yes. beautiful, I thought she was baby. And for for whatever reason, I didn't see. You know, I didn't see that. Um, I didn't see that mammy kind of look about her when I was because I guess I didn't have the you know I I, I didn't have the foresight to understand at that point. But she was pretty to me. She was actually pretty. She was. Like, you know. Did you see her award speech? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, she rocked it. You're talking about, um, what's her name again? From Gone with the Wind, right? No, 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 no. Mabel King. Um, the one that oh, was no. um, on What's Happening. The the mama. Oh, oh. The one that played Evil Lynn in The Wiz. And, and you know what? Yeah, now, yeah, Roger's mama. Yeah, I yeah. Now when I, I think about her, I I see. Um, I don't know if you know that the young sister from uh, well, she's Tank from Tank and the Bangers, but I think she looks just like Mabel Kane. Like she, mm. she, you know, and I think that girl is beautiful. Like you know, so oh, yeah. literally, it is. You know, it it'll be in the eye of the beholder. But the way they put them out there, they they put them out there a certain kind of way. Intentionally to come off a certain kind of way, yeah. You know, and yeah. that's what I think. You know, that's that's the ugly part about it. You yes. know, you don't it really want us to see the beauty right. of them for real. Exactly. This is the role they can play. They they're regulated to this. This is what your blackness is regulated to. 
And that's right. the, like you said, when, 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 when they own the propaganda machine. But when you've seen, and this was my girl, but you will see the Lola Falanas, and when I come to Jane Kennedy's, and they, all of these, we would see all of these, if, if it was sultry, if it was sensuous, it was a fair-skinned sister. Right. You know, and that's the re- and and they lived that life. They had the good life, so to speak. You know, but what little is known about a lot of these black actresses and actors back then, even though they played those roles, they were very politically aware and very active. And it's easy right. for us now to look back. Like I think about the sister that played um, the maid in Gone with the Wind. Uh-huh. And I, uh, and I saw her speech. What's her name? Hattie McBride, I think was her last name. McBride, yeah. But it was yeah. Oh, man. And I saw her speech, and I was blown away. And she talked about how she wanted to be a credit to her race and everything. It was wonderful. And I said, you know, it's easy to look back and judge something behind you. You can have 20-20 vision in high view. You look back on history and be like, oh, man, they should have, could have, would have. Uh, but, yeah. you know, you look at however, I don't want to say but, however. Hattie McDaniels is her name, yeah. Okay, Hattie McDaniels. Man, great, I mean, man. And so when you look at what they went against when they were first blacks represented, representing us on movie screen, when white people even had the audacity to play black people in the movie. Or right. on stage right. or whatever. It's a black face in a minute. You know, I'm I'm an old cowboy western fan. I watch those old western movies and there's nothing funny and to see these white men running around with this red makeup on, we say peace of <laughs> like boy, this white man is something else, man. Right. He right. is something else. If, you know if I mean? we can't find if we can't find one of them to do it, we'll we will paint. We will paint them whatever colors we did, want to paint them and create the storyline and the narrative that we want to create about them ourselves. I don't even know if they looked for us, though. That's the thing. Did they try? We were right there. You know, they just had to get out of their supremacy so much to say, you know what, let's let them in the field. That's the white man for you. He, I mean, we never went anywhere. He knew exactly where, he was, where we were because he'll half the time they placed us there. They just weren't going to let us be on any type of film, be represented, to have a voice, anything. And that goes back to the beauty subject. So for us to be in that that position, they damn sure are not going to let us have our own standards of beauty. Because once we begin to realize what's beautiful for us, to us, through us, by us, you begin to know who you are. You start to... The, the the scales drop off your eyes. You begin to really wake up. Like when I did so many thousands, a million millennia ago, when I said, how is anybody comparing this beautiful sister, despite her hue, I don't care. She got that drop of melon in her to this half-cooked, half-baked, stringy-haired, pale-eyed, cave-dwelling, tree-climbing, raw flesh-eating. <laughs> No booty having, no breath. You know, like Dr. Khalid Muhammad said, six o'clock, straight up and down, six o'clock, subject to have the itch. <laughs> Stranded cave head bitch. You know, I mean, when, when, when those, and that's what they're scared that will happen to us in a mass. See, it's okay if it happens to a few. But if the mass right. of us wake up and be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yo, what was I thinking? Real spin. Look at you. You're not even done. You are not done. (laughs) You're not even done. (laughs) Yo, don't put nothing on my plate, pink or raw. You hear me? Nothing. What do you consume, African out there listening, that is pink or raw, that is flesh, that is meat, if you're a meat eater, if you're a carnivore out there? Nothing. Nothing. Yet you will take one of these and lay them in your bed, sit them at your kitchen table, parade them in front of your children, emulate them, put them on your television, want to be like them, tell your children, this is, see, that's what I'm talking about. And they're not done. They're not done. Yo. So I, you know, but that's where I'm at with it. It's just <laughs> about the masses to wake up and realize black is, black is beautiful and all this. It's, it's many facets. But like you, like we initially started off with the conversation, uh, Katie, you know, at what point do we accept it? Because is accepting that, um, that black is beautiful in in all its hues, is that still just accepting the white man's way? Like if I'm, I'm saying, if a brother says, well, you know what? I don't want a dark complected sister. I want a light complected sister. Is that still accepting the uh, social conditioning, for lack of better words, placed on him or her? Or is that their preference? At what point does it become... Not the white man's anymore, but our own. You know what? I and and I've I've dealt with that as well. So I had a a boyfriend that you know that I had when I was a, a little kid. You know, I was mm. fourteen, fifteen years old, and I talked to him some years later. Um, I talked to him some years later, and we just would you know we would just talk on the phone or whatever. And he was talking about trying to get back with me. And I was like, no, I'm good, you know, this, that, and the other. But he had a lot of – he his his children were mixed. Um, mm. And he had a lot of anti-black, you know, mm. vibe about him. And what I really understood about this individual, because everybody is different. Everybody's, mm. you know, everybody's whys can be different. Um, but I understood whatever his issue was, it was deeper than just, it was deeper than just preference because he had, he made the statement to me, you know, I want to get with you because you, you know, and it was about my skin. And I'm going to say this, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a turnoff for me. It is a turnoff for me when you come at me about my skin and, you know, I, you know, come on now, don't let's not. You know, my sister oh, is a black. On, all of Red. all of us are black. Come on, so, come on, Red. Don't be like that. Man, no so yeah, right. So <laughs> he was he was he was like that, but it went deeper. And when mm. I say it went deeper, both his mother and his sister and he he cited, you know, dark skinned women, black black girls be all ghetto and yeah. this, that, and the other, and they yeah. got they attitudinal and all this whole shit. And I'm like, neither your mother nor your sister. He actually looked like he was adopted. He don't even look like he should have been in that family. But um, neither your mother 
or your sister are that, and yet you place you you place that set of characteristics on all dark skinned women. Like, how do you you know you you programmed your shit is too deep for me. Your shit is too deep mm-hmm. for me to cut through. And I know that this just ain't you know this ain't just preference because you're placing characteristics on them. You're placing a characteristic that is not necessarily true. Not can't mm-hmm. I can't mess with you. I, I can't fuck with you. This is not. Yeah. I'm not going to deal with it. You know, and I'm we're, you know, huh? We're willing, reeling from that. You know, because some of that, you know, I don't know about in this case. Sometimes we we run across that is true, and maybe it's uh, uh, because of what they went through. Like you know, for instance, like you know, thick sisters, thicker sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, usually if you're talking to you know a, a, a thick sister or something like that, um, and she thinks she's overweight or whatever. They think it's gay. If you're coming to them and they already have a preconceived notion of you, oh, he's light skinned, he look good, this and that, and they already have a perception of themselves that the world's good, but I'm, I'm heavy, I'm this and that, so this is game. And they will give you attitude, and you have to really tell me like, yo, ain't nobody. I don't pay like I weigh, shawty. I don't do nothing. You're like, yo, what are you talking about? And they will come, and and it and it could be the same with dark sisters, light sisters. It's a lot of times, too, how we perceive ourselves, you know, right. how, we, how we feel about ourselves, that we will give attitudes, and we will turn off to say, I know a couple brothers, you know. Um, in fact, you know, I know a couple brothers that date outside their race. Yes, I do know brothers that date outside their race. Y'all don't be mad at me. They're black, <laughs> okay? They're black. I deal with the brothers. Uh, but anyway, and I ask them, you know, I have I have questions. So I ask them, what's the thing? And they, I've heard the same thing. Hey, man, black women are just very aggressive. They have attitudes. They're this, that. And to a degree, they're right. They are absolutely right. You sisters are very aggressive. You have attitudes at times. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. It has helped us. It has helped our community move. It has helped us to survive. We look at, like I said, I'm a big social conditioning person. You know, right, why do right. you, and then I would, I ask them, what do you perceive to be an attitude? You know, maybe you sensitive, dude. You know, right. maybe you're just too sensitive for the sisters uh, or, or whatever. So, you know, I, I will say, I will say there probably are some, um, what is it, some actions and behaviors that are different. But to make sweeping indictments, I think that that's dangerous. We have to be careful that we don't do that. Now you brought up something, though. He has some biracial children, and we talk about beauty. You know, where do the biracial children fit in? You know, I feel like they're black, and they still are. You know, like, you know what? It's, what I found interesting is that where I've had issues, personal issues, I don't, you know, Aside from, let me say this, aside from dating, you know what I'm saying? Aside from dating, I have not, I, I, I've i never projected those onto, you know, um, other light-skinned people. And I honestly, 
when I look at um, a lot of biracial children, I look at them, I tend to look at them as though they're light-skinned. You know, I I do tend to look at them as though they're light-skinned. Just, you know, light-skinned black folks. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was thinking uh, last week, I was looking at my, my grandson, and I was like, damn. I'm looking at his hair and everything. I say, damn. I mean, if you did, if I didn't know this child, and I didn't know his parents and his grandparents, I would think he was a biracial child. I would. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, easily, you know, the the beauty is still there to me. Um, the beauty of you know, of these people, and some of them, you know, some of them actually do be darker than, you know, than what mm-hmm. we would, what we would expect. So I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't ever not see the beauty of these people. I always see the beauty. I always see the, you know, the aesthetic beauty of these folks. Now, mm-hmm. here's where, here's where something else happens, though. If I know and I understand the the makeup of the of the people, I will look for that other thing that I see. You know that 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 kind of warring of a spirit inside of them. You know, because it's like, damn. You know, and it's another. I think it's another expression of what we deal with as light men, black folks. You know, that they mm-hmm. also have inside of them, you know, but but to the degree that you actually do have white folks in your family and you got black folks in your family. And this is, you know, this is something that that creates, you know, some type of, of very real consequence in your in your personality, in your in the way you even deal with that you have to deal with in the world. Same way as mm-hmm. you know, same same type of expression that, that light-skinned black folks have to deal with, you know, um, because you have a very real, you know, it, there's a social line in your family for real, for real. You for know, real. my That's shit my, is, you know what our you shit, said. I look at our shit like, this shit is imagined. This is an yep. imaginary line we drawing. Yep. Y'all got a real line. <laughs> but you, you know what? You said it to me. That that you just said it with that social line, and there again goes back to the the social condition of the whole thing. My my I believe about uh, biracial people what white supremacists believe. One drop of nigger blood is a nigger. I don't care. <laughs> you black. You black. Right. Your daddy mama was black. You black. I'm so you know. I'm not sorry for you. Really, you should be celebrating it. But, you know. However, yeah, well, honestly, huh? My only problem comes in, like you said, it's just like the light-complected, dark-complected thing. When you create your own category, well, I'm mixed. See, because that's just escapism. That's like hollering about, you just should have hollered out you a damn Moor, you a Jew, you a Hebrew, Israelite. That's escapism. You black. And if look at Kaepernick with his biracial self and took a knee. Nigga ain't tossing the football in the park. You hear me? So I don't care nothing about all of that uh, uh, think that you're going to escape of a a classification in America. You know, you might as well go on and join the force. 
Luke, I am your father. Come on over. Come on over to the black side. Because this is where right. they're put, this is where they're putting you. Uh, so I don't, I, and, and I accept that. And there again, I embrace it. I think that that is one of the wonderful things of uh, being New African, having that variety. What's frightening about it is, is like we talk about these issues. Now, here, if a brother says, man, I think that that sister is so beautiful, or she's this, or she's that, and someone else finds out that he likes her and she's biracial, we are so super militant, man. We may jump on that brother. And what are you lying about? Is that the white guy? Da, 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 da. Now, we're not going to talk. And I'm saying this because, you know, speaking of my daughter's mother, my Fatima's mother was biracial. So that was my first. Day. And I thought she was absolutely stunning. I thought mm-hmm. she was the pretty, one of the prettiest little black women walking uh-huh. the planet Earth, you know, and one of <laughs> our parents happened to be white. Now we talk about the psychological makeup of it. That's a whole nother show. We right, have, right. We have to talk about what happens when that black white blood mixes. That's a whole nother right. show. But as far as aesthetically, I think that we have the right, right to claim that. I think as black people, we have the right to claim that. Yes, the mixture is a little closer than a lot of our mixtures. But when you look at the American black man and black woman, man, there's there's a lot of a lot of the swirl going on up in here. If not with European, with Native and uh, other things, you know. So, and and I love it. And I love these people that come up and be like, well, you know, my people, I'm not Native. I mean, I'm not African. I'm indigenous to this land. My people is indigenous. I'll be like, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but you got children? Yes. Where they mama from? So you can save all that Tonto shit. You got, you know what I'm saying? You still a mixture. You could be a full blood indigenous person. If you didn't dip with one of our black sisters, you Indian brothers. I'm talking to y'all. All y'all right. tomahawk chopping and, and running around trying to escape your blackness. If you have mixed with one of these beautiful black women and have black New African children here in America, man, it's on. You're part of the black struggle. Therefore, it's not the time to separate, like you said, black aesthetics, what is black and what is beautiful, but to begin to incorporate it. But the question, again, I ask, how much of it is the white man's social conditioning, and how much of it uh, do we, or when do we finally get to the point where we say, hey, you know what, I don't care how we got to this point, these are my preferences, and we have to accept it, that we come in beautiful hues and shapes and fashions. As New Africans here, and it's all right to love and to enjoy and to gawk at and to draw and to make music about uh, all the wonderful, the diverse aesthetics that are uh, that make up our blackness here in America. Right. Without a lot, did I right. say a lot? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's 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 it. <laughs> Look, that's what Yo. that's what needs to be understood. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because um, you know, we don't want to. I did an interview, and I know I'm sorry. I did an interview. Um, I used to have a little show for Comcast. We did a little brother and I, a couple brothers and I. It was cool, man. And I did an interview with a brother. I don't know a lot of people out here may know him, but he goes by the name of King Noble. He's uh, famous, or maybe some would even say infamous. And uh-huh. he's a black supremacist. He is a black supremacist. And we were talking, and we we're talking about. You know, uh, just white people, black people. And then this subject came up. And one of his followers really showed it. 
he was trying to be a lot more diplomatic. But one of his supporters spilled it, and I put the mic in his face quick. And he said, you know, the plan was after to get rid of the uh, white people to get rid of light-complected people. Black people should rule. That was his thing. Black, light-complected people were even inferior. White people were inferior, inferior natural light-complected people. And I look back, and he had a whole group of dark-complected people, a few sprinkled light-complected people in there, but mainly dark-complected people. And he was like, even he he himself had said, you know, I have light-complected children, and I have dark-complected children, and when something happens, I tell my light-complected children, step back. And my dark-complected children, he tried to sound very articulate and intelligent about it, so that my dark-complected children will know their worth and feel valuable and this and that, it ain't always about... Yeah, but at the expense, you're doing a social experiment on your children, though. They right. don't understand that. So now they have to feel worthless so that you can boost up another child's work and they don't understand about their own merits. You're wow. teaching in your, in your effort to teach a non-inferior inferior skin thing whatever, to be celebrate your blackness. You're teaching superiority, inferiority in skin complexion. And, you know, you're teaching that worthlessness. You're making society. I don't care how much society promotes light skin. They're not going to promote your little black children. They're still little black children. You know what I mean? Light-complected children fail. How many light-complected Negroes are in prison on a graveyard? That's not a path to success in itself. So we're black. You know, and that's what I was trying to let them know. And, and even black, my darker complexion listeners out there, hey, listen, don't think nobody gave us the Willy Wonka golden ticket because we walk around <laughs> with a certain skin complexion. We're subjugated to the same pressures and scrutinies and discriminations as our darker complexion people. Yeah, I may have a little wiggle, a little more wiggle room. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to say pretend that there isn't that thing that exists. I may have a little more wiggle room. But I don't have enough wiggle room for you to hate me. I don't have enough wiggle room right, for right, my right. dark complected brothers and sisters to hate me. I just have enough for like what you said, Makeda, to get in there, get some espionage type shit going on, and get out. I still okay. gotta have a community <laughs> right. to come back to. I got enough wiggle room to get some information. Hey, you know they're talking about uh, we're uh, so and so and so and so. Right. And that's just because they think I'm old, old. And then look at the role I gotta play. Yeah. <laughs> That's just because they think I'm old good, nigga. I'm not proud of that. It's not a bad, but I'll take one for the team. I'll be yelling the most for the team in the moment that the time calls for. Right now, I'm super black. But if the time had called for that to push the move, but that's not a, you know, that's not a badge of honor for us real uh, militants and Africans and black folk. You know, so I don't know, but it's 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 gonna be a long way. We still do. I hey, listen, we still do the good hair, bad hair. I've heard that. Right, right. We still on you that. You know what? And, and again, that's like that's another struggle. Maybe I just be picking up, you know, several fronts of our struggle, <laughs> and be trying to, you know, I, shit. I hear all the time, you got good hair. I'm like, okay, this shit holds on to my scalp, but I'm gonna tell you something. You know, if it's about it being manageable, it every last one of us got hair. Every one of us that that have hair that holds on to our scalps has good hair. Um, 
when it comes to being manageable, my hair is just as man. I got to you deal. Know you know what I'm saying? About. I have you, to deal. I don't know why you playing. You know what they talking about when they say good hair. It ain't about it. I like that you have to manage But that's They're not. They talking about but, it's straighter than that than than our hair. You know, it's straight. You know that though, about. but again, they say I got good hair. I, my hair ain't yeah. straight. It's not. It's not probably not straight like white people, but it's probably straighter than. It's like my hair took a. Uh, it takes a minute to lock up because it won't kink up real quick. I got Indian in my blood. I'm just my hair, <laughs> man, my hair kinked up. My hair, I, I got some damn 4C, right. kinky, coily yeah, hair. And because, I, I think because I stretch it, you know, you stretch it, it's, it's different. Like, how you work with it. But I think the trauma that we have, especially regarding women and their hair, mm-hmm. comes from childhood. You know, that's another oh, one of man, those things that... You know, we we sit down and our our parents just don't have the patience to deal with our hair. And, oh, this nappy hair and nappy is not nappy ain't a bad word to me. Yeah, my yeah. hair nappy. I got to deal with it. I have to deal with. It. I got to go get in the shower, wash it, condition the shit out of it so that it'll just relax a little bit and mm-hmm. <laughs> stretch it some more so that I can deal with it. But it's not, it's no better. And I, and I always say this because my hair shows a lot of wave in it now, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I tend to pull it back, but this is how I've been training my hair. It's nothing that we can't do it, that, you know, that, any of us can't do. I just don't believe it because I've seen it I, done. Some of us can't. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say that some of them sisters can't. There you go. I don't. You start lying to some of these sisters. I don't, some believe, of these sisters I don't believe it. I've seen it. I've some seen of these it. Sisters don't have no hair to do with it. It's and, and to me, it's cool. It's okay. You know. And and cool. you know what? And that's cool. you're right. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. But what I'm it, saying is, don't I don't I don't I can't stand the. For it to look like, well, you got that good hair, so it's an exception. No, I don't have good hair. I don't. It, it's no better yeah, than yours. Exactly. Well, I like to know what they define as good hair. You know, when I hear it, I, I ask, what makes it good? You know, I, I really ask, what makes it good? I just, because I don't know what they're calling good. Is it good because it's rich and thick? You know, they may, they may be a beautician. Who knows? You may literally mean they have a healthy head of hair. I don't know, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to assume because when you do that, you got these slicksters that don't want to be real with themselves. They don't mm-hmm. want to examine what the white man has done to them. So that ain't what I meant. That ain't what, man, I'm not going to argue with you. If you want to live in your sickness, live in your sickness because I'm drawing awareness to like had had to happen to me. I'm not saying I was born without these preconceptions. People had to make me challenge why, why I see it this way. You know what I'm saying? Why? And I realize a lot of things, why I see a certain way or why. Because when I was coming up, a lot of my heroes, I'm going to be honest, were were, were white mm-hmm. for two reasons. One was rebel. I got tired. You know, my father, the people who know who my father is, know my father is the ultimate teacher. Right. Well, I do cards, the ultimate Black Panther man. I knew historical facts when it wasn't cool to know all this Black history stuff. So I didn't want to hear more of that. So my escape, really, my escape was television. And on television, you had the Fonz, you had Captain Kirk, you had. I remember you, know, you saying these, about Bo and Luke, Bo and Luke Duke. Bo and Luke Duke. 
You had these, you know what I'm saying? So I understand where a lot of my concepts of manhood and what's tough and what's cool came from. And I'm not disillusioned by that. And and a lot and sometimes they had to be pointed out to me the flaws in that as a black man. They as you man, you're a black man thing of bro, come on, man. They're like, oh, you know, really, yeah. Because some of that, what they were doing came with privilege, entitlement, and just whiteness. Some some things that in real life, my little black self was not going to be afforded. So some of that demeanor and actions, this and that, weren't going to be advantageous for me. Because they were white boys. They're white people. And that's just right. the bottom line and the truth, though. Um, so I challenge people. When they say about the good hair, what is good hair? What are you calling good hair? Most times I, I find people referring to a straighter, a, a straighter hair. Mm-hmm. And then I, I ask them, why does that make it good? So I, you know what, okay, next time they tell you, you ask them what makes it good. What, why is it a good? Because I love, don't give them an answer. You gave them an answer. That's a great answer because it's manageable. It's rich. It's thick. You know, it has those waves in it. Don't give them an answer. I really love mm-hmm. next time you and I speak for you to tell me what someone had said. Why they why they perceive your hair to be good as opposed to something that they call bad. And then what is bad hair? What does bad hair look like? Man. What makes it bad? Right. You mm-hmm. know, we have to we have to really question and 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 uh, challenge those things. And we're big on that. Mm-hmm. We're big on the closer that it gets to European, the better it is. The lighter the skin, the straighter the head, the lighter the eyes on the black. When we go crazy. You, don't let a black child walk out with blue eyes. Negroes go crazy. Why they ain't got blue eyes? Oh, blue eyes. Hmm. Mm. That's all I can say. Hmm. You sure that ain't a sign of demonic possession? Don't think I know what blue eyes is. Like. Uh, and, and what I what I, I mean, and I know that we have, you know, in the in the middle of Africa, we have black people that have that as a trait. Mm-hmm. I see, you know, when I when I tend to see it, I'm not I'm not looking at these children and making a negative comment about you know their features. First of all, that's oh, not that's not absolutely. my position. I would never say yeah, I would never say it in the child's face because that that's not anything to do with that. But I do I, I I mean I've already accepted it in my head. That's that's a recessive trait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a recessive. Yeah. That's a receptive gene, like, you know. That's what we don't understand. I'm not impressed by it. I'll put it like that. that We do not understand that. It is the weakening of a gene. We don't, that scientifically, we don't understand that. We celebrate, this European has us celebrating and calling beauty the weakening of our genes. The weaker our gene, the more we call it beautiful. And it's dangerous. It may be exotic. Let's say exactly. that's what it is. It's exotic because it's not something that you see all the time. That's but what I was saying. The only reason it's beautiful is because it's exotic. It's unique on black people. But the fact that right. the key word is black people, not because it makes you closer to European, because it's a unique trait on you, black person. Right. Not because they're blue, right. but because right. you're a black person with a unique face. They could be purple. They could be green. I'd be like, wow. It's you know, but if you think of right. their blue eyes or they're closer to white people, I have a problem with that. I have a right. 
That's that's this is true. I mean, but we, yeah. oh man, and and again, it just goes back to us having so many. We have so many expressions of existence. You know, there are so many ways that our existence is expressed as Black people, just as a as a Black people. Period. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen. You know, all of us haven't seen all of those expressions. Yes. To be able to, you know, but we've, we've kind of, we've kind of marveled in such a way that we are, you know, it's like a worship of mm-hmm. what we normally would see in white people. You know, we marvel when we see black folks, black people, black people with real actual straight hair. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Long straight hair. Well, I mean, yes. shit. In the middle, in the midst, and in the middle of Africa, you have this. This is you actually have, a part I mean, of, you know. Huh? Everything comes from us. Everything right. comes from I mean, us if and you, out of us. If you are at the top and at the beginning and you are the original, how do you not embody everything that you see after that? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're not, yeah. How are you not expressed in everything you see behind it that comes behind it? Yep. If you we've turned it topsy turvy. We 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 turned ourselves on the bottom. So now we're amazed when we see us exhibiting original traits, traits of the original band, because everything came from us. So we're amazed to see these traits, and we shouldn't be. We should be amazed to see these hybrids walking around. Like y'all still exist. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know what, if we're amazed, I think we we probably should only be amazed that, you know, we we have we have survived to the point that we can still see ourselves. You know, that we can you know, we can still see where it all came from. You know. Yes. If we're aware but you have to be aware that it came from there. Yes. You have to be aware that it came from there in order to even acknowledge that damn. It made its it made its way all the way back around. What they call what they call the, the, the folks that um when you got years and years and years of white people <laughs> in a in a family and all of a sudden you have a throwback. That's what they call them. Yeah, throwback. throwback. Yeah. You got a black you got a black person in your family out yeah. of what? Out of the yeah. out of the clear blue? No. Out of the clear blue. This is what you came from. You ain't for you and y'all don't get a chance to forget it. That's yep, what it never. is. Comes out of that gene. Comes out of that gene pool. Comes out of the original what? man or the, the hue of the original man come out and be like, What the mess? Exactly. Right. You know. And the key word is like I like what you said. The key word to me, and listen, listening audience, the key word here is black. It is beautiful mm-hmm. because it is black. That's what makes it beautiful. Any the hair, the texture of the hair is beautiful because it's on a black person. Whether that hair is straight or whether it has kink in it, the, your eye complexion. It is beautiful because it is on a black person. Whether that's blue to dark black, you know what I'm saying? Because it's on you, black person, makes it beautiful. Let me tell you, these white women are going paying to be you. It doesn't make them any more beautiful. The white woman can come in there, she can come out of that thing, she can go in, like I said, undone. 
They got a whole cooking <laughs> station for them called tanning salons and stuff. And listen, just she go in an undone chicken and come out a full roasted turkey. She got lips, okay. hips, uh, bronze skin. Her head got kink in it. She got uh, braids. She can come in and and take what she believes to be all your best features and still exactly. not be you. Look, look fake and fun. Just look terrible. I mean, just exactly. looks a hot mess. But she, but she pays for everything that they shame for. Yes. That they shame that, you for. That they shame you for. She goes and pays for it. Takes every feature that they tell you is terrible. I remember when it happened. I remember when they used to tell you sisters y'all was fat. And white women, I swear they look like boards. And I think it was maybe mm-hmm. the mid-80s to the 90s. All of a sudden, these white girls came out, and they were thicker. And I remember mm-hmm. they used to tell white girls they were fat for that. But that was mm-hmm. the thing. They came out, and now they're doing it. They're coming out, and they're trying to look like our women, have, have body types like our women. Can't do it. I'm sorry, white woman, to disappoint you. Uh, you can't do it. You can try and try. You cannot imitate or emulate perfection. Okay. You cannot imitate or emulate perfection. When she has that drop or he has that drop of black blood in them, that was the go-go juice. That was the violation <laughs> whatever. That that's it. <laughs> That was it. That made you beautiful. It made you perfect in your design and your creation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So don't, when they go and you go to these doctors, yes, be healthy. Black people, please be healthy. You know, right. you're eating, uh, it's causing high blood pressure. If your weight is causing body problems, if you're thinking it's causing not right actions, get right. But mm-hmm. I would caution about using them as the standard of your health. Don't go in there, black woman, and have him comparing you to some 60-pound anorexic white bitch. Don't do that. Don't come out hating yourself. Because he didn't compare you to something that is not physiologically possible for the black woman, nor wanted in the black community when you ask the brothers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you ask us, we don't want that. You ask these a lot of these brothers dating these white women, and I'm going to be honest. And because I've talked to them, it's not so much about their beauty. They'll tell you everything, man. She don't talk back. She give me money. I drive her car. She this and that and this and that. It is never about and that. Is very rarely, if I do hear, and if they do say something about it, it's probably the last on the list. Plus, she's cute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They hardly ever rarely talk about her aesthetics, talk about her physical beauty. It's always about something that they're doing for them. Or some right. way right. black men like to escape um, black men. Not as you say black men. You white, you black women out there dating white men now too. Shame on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's about uh, usually a lot of times I always hear it's about... Now with black women, I don't know. You could tell me that. Why do black women date white men? Is this the same thing? Better treatment, or do y'all do you think black women really find them attractive? Crickets. I hear I that. I, 
I can't read no other no other black woman's mind because I don't I don't even oh. see white men. I don't see them like that at all. They not you know like I I don't know. I don't know. I don't want them nowhere near me. I'm telling you. I you know what I was out walking this past. I, I don't I don't fuck with them. Um, yeah. I was out walking this summer, you know, in fall, and this white dude pulled over. I guess he was out on the track. I didn't see him. I didn't notice him then. But and I speak to everybody. I speak to everybody. Mm-hmm. But I ain't mm-hmm. paying no attention to you because you you know what? huh? Right. I'm just cordial. Right. So right. um this guy as he's pulling up, I was I was walking across the street and he started he said something, he was like, I just want you to know you have a beautiful smile and I'm like, I know he ain't seen my smile from his car from where he is there. So he had to mm-hmm. pass me somewhere on the track and I might have said hi or you know, smiled or whatever. And um then he he asked me something else and I couldn't really make it out. But all I kept thinking was keep moving, and then I didn't go back to the track for a couple of days. So I was like, I don't want to be the I don't want to be the object of attraction to no white person. I just don't. No, no, I don't. This is not what I do. So I could never say like that might that might be something for somebody else. I had an old white dude when I was I was like twenty years old, nineteen, twenty years old. This old white guy used to come to the airport all the time because I worked at the airport. <clears throat> but he mm. used to fly through all the time. He wanted to take me on shopping sprees and buy me this and buy me that. And I'm like, old ass, you got one foot in the grave and uh, oh, yeah, I could right. I could kick the cane from under your other one. Like you know, motherfucker, mm. now you know. And I had a, a another sister that was she was older than me, like much older. Uh, Miss Hattie was maybe in her mid fifties. And she was like, girl, you better get, like, you know, she was like, because you don't find folks just, you know, doing stuff like that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You can flirt with his ass. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't want, I don't want to be in, engaged with them in any kind of, and that's been all the way since then. She was like, girl, mm-hmm. you better get you some jewelry or this, that, and the other. And I was like. You know, she was like, "Well, dating for me." I'm like, "Girl, if you if you don't cut that out, instead of dating yeah. the damn self, no, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I don't play like that. I just don't, I don't have that attraction." You know, I hmm. I don't get it. I I I don't get it because first, like you said, it's just the aesthetics of it. I I I couldn't get past that. And I'm not gonna say, listen, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Right. I grew up. White people. One of my best friends coming up in 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 uh, elementary and junior high. I think they call it middle school now. Middle school uh, was a white guy. You know, I really didn't understand about the depths of racism until I moved deeper south. You know, Kentucky is south right. to the north, and it's north to the south, and it's man. So Kentucky is mystical mystical state. It's whatever and wherever. But anyway, I didn't right. know about. <clears throat> Deep racism until I moved to Georgia, and uh, and and I'm glad I experienced it. I am glad I experienced it because it taught me even it made the lessons my father was giving me it made them come to life. So it mm-hmm. made the deep racism gave me a deeper appreciation for my blackness. It gave mm-hmm. me 
deeper understanding of just how powerful I must be for any people to really hate me so damn much and they don't know me. What is it to me? Why does this, you know, why do they hate me so damn bad? I had one officer just used to give me the blues and it caused me to go into some stuff. So, uh, and I mean some black understanding. I said all that to say. Now when we come to, when it comes to dealing with white white women or white people aesthetically, they're not pleasing. But I don't understand the social interaction between white and black people. Even though white people may come up in a black culture, I still would think that they will process things differently. You know, therefore eliciting a, a, a different response than you would get out of black people. I don't understand white people. Because the whole thing of just being white itself gives them a different world to live in. And when you live in a different world and have a different world view of yourself than right. white people, when you have certain uh, expectations than your black counterpart, your actions are going to be different. So I don't know how do you get into it, you know, how do you have that social interaction with white women or Black or sisters, how do you have that interaction with white men and be pleased mm. with it and know who mm. you are as a person? I don't understand it, but you know, I'm, it's done, so I'm sure it's possible. You know, <laughs> I'd like to do an in-depth study. <laughs> I would like to do an in-depth study because I mean, like these cats, I know that 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 if they did white women are like. Very, they're not black nationalists, but they're very active in the black community. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you reconcile that, man? How do you go on to that? How do you have, after spending a, the, and here's the shameful part. You want to know what's really shameful, though? Okay. Man, should I even say this on the air? Ah, yeah, we're family. We're talking family. What's shameful, the shameful part is it, it, about it is sometimes, these white women people are active and supportive. <laughs> There's the sisters in the damn thing, man. And I swear, and I'm not ranking my sisters because these are still just imitations and pretenders and players. But please, sisters, don't let these white women out-pretend your real actions. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them out-pretend your real actions. They don't have a stake they don't have a dog in this fight outside of that Negro that they're laying with. This is not about their survival. This is not about their continuation. You know, this, what, yeah. you, what, you had said, what you had said before, you know, about black men being very active, I think about it immediately. I think about um, uh, folks like Nate Parker, right, who's married to a mm. white woman. Who understands, or who seems to understand, the the depth of the oppression that we deal with, mm-hmm. and yet that's your reality. Like your reality is, you still go right. home to that right there. You still, you know, and I'm, I mean, it ain't it ain't on me. You you got the right to love whoever you, whoever the hell you want to mm-hmm. love, but you know, it is something that makes you wonder, like. Okay, so how do you reconcile understanding this and then still, you know, doing that? You know, how do you how do you how do you make that make sense? 
I think yourself. it's the importance of ideology. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're, we're fighting the same fight, but we're fighting for two different things. We're both fighting because mm-hmm. we're both black males, and the treatment of the black man is the treatment of the black man. But our goals are different. Where his fight may be for better treatment for integration, better treatment for he wants the right to love on his white woman. He wants the right to get the loan from the bank. And he wants the right to live in any neighborhood. He can go in and drive where he wants to drive without being pulled over. That's what he's fighting for. I'm fighting for my survival, complete total separation. I know you're a devil. I know there's no reform in you. I want to see this system that has oppressed people uh, not just reformed but completely changed. You know, so I, fi- I think though we fight the same fight, we're fighting for different outcomes. And that's what I, I look at. But I'm still like you. How do you fight so vehemently, so ferociously? And go, do you not see how black family is interconnected to all of this? Right. You know, do you not? Are you right. fighting to be white? Are you fighting against the discrimination not because you're black, but because you want to be white? Are you pissed? Not because they're treating black people like this, but because they won't let you be white. They're keeping you out. You know, that's what I would question. You know, same fight, but what's your motives? What's right. your agenda? Because I have to watch you. You know, because yeah. at, at some point in the game, we're going to become opponents. <laughs> you know, right. we're fighting for two, two separate things. I don't know how you can be, you know, and so so hard, and then like you said, you go home and you lay with this uh, with this white woman, and it's not just so much about laying with the white woman. When you lay with the white woman, you have to understand that this white woman is an embodiment of ideals and principles. Principles. They know this, mm-hmm. and we know this. When you got with this white woman, I question a lot of times. Get with them. Did you get them as a status of success? Of having made it. I got a white woman. We know what the white woman is symbolic of. Hell, she's the Statue of Liberty. We know about that white woman. You know? So did you get her for that reason? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Because I question and then I would love to ask him, you know, and then she be she's beautiful. Okay, what is it about her that's so beautiful? Because I want to sit here and watch this Negro. Says, I love her straight nose. I love her stringing. The fact that she don't have to look just turn me on. Her blue eyes are piercing. I want to hear, tell me where the beauty is. You know, because they say it's an eye to behold her. I want to know what you're beholding. Because I can tell you what I look at when I see your white wife, but I won't do you like that. But I, I really want I really want to know what you find beautiful. Aesthetic. Right. Right. Do any listeners out there dating white women? I promise I won't jump on you. Please call in, press one, and tell me what is it. Not outside that they treat you and they don't have attitudes like this. I ain't talking about none of that sucker stuff. I want to know aesthetically what you find beautiful about that white woman or black sisters. If you're dating a white man or attracted to white men physically, I would love to know physically what attracts you to that white person and why. Why do you think that you're attracted to them? 
You know, that's the biggest, my biggest questions. I haven't found one to tell me yet what's sexy about her. You know, I haven't found one to tell me yet. And then I'm lower level, brother, so I'm not up there with the big NBA stars who get those white women who cultivate themselves to be with NBA stars. I, I see these brothers around here with some stuff, man. I'll be like, bro, man, you know you know damn better. You know you know better walking around with that, a Bigfoot. These Negroes walk around with Bigfoots. Uh, okay. Man, man, I have seen some of these white girls. Man, I don't even get it, please. Lord, have my <laughs> shoulders be so damn wide, hips so never. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started describing some of these, some of these gorillas. And so I know it can't be this physical. You know this physical thing, mm-hmm. but I just yeah. don't think it's a lot of reward. In uh, and there's really no social reinforcement in us pushing black beauty, encouraging black families, and staying within those boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to be uh, with these white women. Y'all gonna make these white men start busting y'all head again? That's what y'all gonna start thinking. Uh, it's gonna bust y'all on y'all damn top of y'all skulls. Shoot. So yeah, it's 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 man, it's wild. It's wild. But I do celebrate the renaissance of blackness that's that's going down. I'm seeing, like you said, uh, a lot of oh, speaking of black and beautiful, man, rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. Oh, mm-hmm. You oh. know what? Yeah. You know what? Man, I, okay, so how about how about again, you just you just segued into something. I wish we had done that earlier. But mm. <laughs> but um Cicely Tyson being a an unapologetic beacon <clears throat> for blackness <clears throat> in Hollywood yes. when <clears throat> she was showing something that they never wanted us to see, and that's ourselves. No. They never yes. really intended us for, for us to see our Somehow, she cut through the bullshit, and she showed up. And never, you know, it was never this, this odd Franken being that was, you know, a dark-skinned woman trying to mm. look like a white woman. Mm. It, it was never this, you know, she was this rejection of blackness in her. She always was something... She was always a character that was strong, that was, you know, mm-hmm. she showed up as herself. And I appreciate mm-hmm. her so much. She did us such a service. She having, did. You know, and, and I was telling somebody, I don't know why people are so broken over her exit. But I feel like she earned her exit. You know, she yes, earned she did. At what, 97? You, know, you said what? Wasn't she like 97? 96, yeah. 96, right. She had earned that action. You're right. That is a homegoing transition with a, like, oh, man, please keep going, with a profound career. A very right. unapologetic chocolate, so the profound. I, I can't think of, and I was sitting there trying to think, you know, uh, while you were talking, have I ever seen it in any one of those, like you said, Mamie Raw, any, man, I mean, just, it was just yep. so beautiful. 
exceptionally gorgeous, chocolate woman, and you didn't see, and she was so profound, you didn't see a black woman, a dark woman. You saw a black woman. Right. If you know what I mean. Right. Do you know what I mean? You didn't see like a black woman. Oh, she's a dark actress. You just saw a black actress that acted right. and did it. And the fact that she was dark complected just added to it because Hollywood wasn't doing that. But you did that wasn't the that wasn't the first thing you saw. Oh man, did we come up on our time already? Yeah, like said, we should have did that. We should have did the Cicely Tyson thing. That's like, why I said I wish we had done it earlier. I wish it was earlier. Yeah, man. Well, you know they got us next Tuesday. I want to thank Absolutely. everyone who hung out and 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 just you know chilled out with us. Definitely catch us next Tuesday. Uh, we'll be on. Let's talk about it, and it'll be another great show. Makeda, we got a minute. You want to take us on up out of here? Hey, I'm glad to I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're back, and I look forward you. to you know everybody coming back through next week. I'm doing something new myself, so maybe you can stop through. I'm doing um, after midnight with Nicole and SBT, um, and we're doing we're just doing a live, and it's going to be on Mondays and Mondays and Fridays. So you know, stop through. We're, we're just general living room conversation. Man, you talking? Yes, yes. But we're doing a live, so you know, I'm, I'm chat dead. with us. And, yeah, I, <laughs> I will be chatting. I'll be texting my little questions in. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> we appreciate all you guys. Catch us next Tuesday. Catch out. Catch the live. With that, we're gonna hit you with the Wakusu. Ah, Wakusu. Get that out of the way. Ooh, it's hot now. Oh, you in the world? I thought I heard 
If everybody, if everybody doing that damn stuff, we can do that. All right, damn, damn. Damn. Damn.
we don't hurt or discriminate white people like that. She don't start treating dark people like they fucking retarded or something. That's what I was getting with it at. Like, you, you gotta be That's what I was, where I was going with it at. Like, you know, yeah, examine why you like, you know what I'm saying, dark and black or whatever. You know, and I know that shit, I had the exam. I had my prejudice against myself, against my, and I know where they came from. You know, I probably don't like vice versa. It's a secret. I didn't kind of. Yeah. 
I, 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 I,
Hey, good buddy. Shark and Ann was on the Dagon radio program. Shark and Ann, so what are you doing? Okay. Well, I'm glad I caught you. How's your day there? Oh, man, shit, that's good to hear. Oh, that, I should have heard that in your voice. You sound like you all smiles and giggles. <laughs> How good was that one? What made you just try it again? I should have known you would have figured it out. How long did it take for you to figure that out? Boy, you smart. You smart to figure that out. Most people would have got frustrated, naive. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Dang, man, I'm so happy for you. That's cool. Where's your brother at? No. That's what's up. Well, I love you and Carmen. You got up, uh, you got logged in tomorrow? What time are you logged in? Nine. How did you come in with that? You getting caught up on your work? Okay. Good deal. They, okay. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. All right, my main man from Pakistan. Inshallah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I love you. Give you some rest. I'm gonna call you uh, before you log in. What time is it? We call you log in. Sound good? You what? What you be saying? 
that is, but oh yeah, oh yeah, that's your thing. So you are SS, you are SS three now. Oh, that's gonna take you. At thirty percent delete ones. <laughs> so what uh how many points you get now? Okay. Alright, that's what I'm doing. I'm about to jump on my game too. And you know it. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna call you. Uh, I'm gonna call you before school. All right, love you, man. All right, talk later, son. Man, why you're off there? Man, they like that picture. I did my story. I old ass. I redid something I did a year ago in my story. She niggas it's video chat. They it's oh shit, let me put a shirt on real quick. Let me get out back real quick. 
So that's how I can, yeah, that's how I keep it. See, you got to keep the pain, right? Be homeless. Shit, that's the crib. Shit. It do, the, the front of it, it got decked out. You go in there, and in the back is the living quarters. You know what I'm saying? He is the temple. Man, you tough, man. You got, I told you, man, that I went to a, and you can't go to a service. So, shit, I went to a service one day. You know, a service about an hour, hour and a half, shit. He's gonna go about ah, uh, he's about seven hours, man. <laughs> you got a captivated audience. You go in there, you be the only one in there. He's gonna talk to you about seven hours. You be in there like Yeah. Nah, he don't nah, he don't like I don't know. He's, he sound like all the nation cats to me. All the niggas sound the same. Yeah. I think all of them go to some type of school to talk like that or something. I'm like, all them dudes trying to say. Word, word. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I love when I had lost track of New England. After they left the Ansar Law stage, I had kind of lost lost the, the, the phases. But I think what it was, the different phases. I went. Okay. Okay, that's what they went to next. When did they go to the Native American shit? Yeah. Yeah. Then they did that shit. Oh, man, look. I went to a meeting one time up in Atlanta, and all niggas was dressed so many ways, I didn't know who was who. We had a sitting, but all of them was New Orleans. But one brother said they had the bow ties looking like the nation, the others looked like this, looking like that, so... Finally, they got in that last phase of the game, which I was happy for. I hate they came after the man like that. You think, what you, on your personal thing, you think he fucked up like that? He did that shit, man. Man. That's where I, that's where I went to the classes, where I went to on Auburn, where these other meetings were. Yeah. Damn. Nah, nah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is so crazy, man. Nah, nah, every time, every time, every time. I don't care who it is, every time. You know, that absolute power corrupts, man. They don't think girls can handle that. Yeah, yeah, what you watching on the tube? I heard that one, I'm going to let you get to it. You know, I'm going to go Bob Marley. Hey, man, we got to do this at least once a week, though, huh? We got to keep up, man. Words on. Definitely, man. Man, I appreciate that, bro. That ain't nothing but love. All right, man. Tell, man. Peace. Yeah, up, call me. All right. Damn, how you in the world? On the railroad tracks. Stop. Just standing in with everyone. Hold on, buddy. I got you. Let me take you back to the base, man. I apologize. And where you at? Let's get you back to the base. What the hell was I thinking? I must have been You on party chat? Green Giant.
you hear me? Your favorite sunny is you don't have to say a word. Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, you flipped the, you flipped the torch. You can lost it down. You can lost that new. Get out of my ass. I can't even get in that with you. I'm gonna come in there with you. Thank you. I'm gonna have to give me some cold. Y'all already know. Let's start working on my codes. What? Yeah, you're a good relay weapon. Maybe we should get on teams. This is what we make a team.
This sounded good. When you get done, when you get a chance, I created a team. I already know it's, I already know it's on. Damn, you joined that quick. I didn't expect to see that anytime soon. Let's see. You got to do what you got to do. Oh boy, them the motherfuckers. That's the vision.
Get your ass out of the kitchen. Or if they ever gonna send Marty out on a mission, they just got Marty in this motherfucker.
Shelf for shelf in the day. We out of business. Well, buy them all up then. Buy them all up. That's all I'm telling them. I said, purchase them all, but I sell them dirt cheap. That way you move on. Dang. But I don't think. Gave them up a good way. Let me bring in prices. He bought the bitches so quick. I'm sure it's about in the flip, though. It's in the flip. He's scaring me. He's buying way too much. He said, this was buying me out, baby. This was buying that guy. You know, he restocked it on my hand.
Thank you. 